Hello everyone, uh, welcome to this episode of Sean and Elliot Read the Bible. I'm Sean McLaughlin, comedian, writer, thinker, lover? Uh, Elliot Fallows is just there. Hello, I'm Elliot J. Fallows. I'm a carnivore and a Sagittarius. Really? Yeah. And which one of those do you think defines you more? Well, I eat centaurs, so I guess both. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I'm a herbivore and yeah. a Libra. Which means I, I plant scales. Or you scale plants. Very good. Yep. Um, With the official podcast of the Holy Bible. <laughs> we are, if this is your first time listening, the official podcast of the Holy Bible. Bible Corp uh, put us in charge of it. They've mm-hmm. still got our families. That's why no, we're doing uh, this. No, they are innocent of all wrongdoings. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah we've been asked. They are innocent. They're fine. Uh, any government official listening, no need to investigate them. Their address certainly isn't 234 Bible Corp Lane, Bible Corpville. Exactly. Uh, do, do do not go there or investigate it, please. This is episode six, and we are kicking off into the third book of the Bible. Yep. A little known thing called Leviticus. Is Leviticus little known? Uh, I'd say my only relationship to it is I think Leviticus I see on those signs where people picket funerals, and they go, God hates fags, Leviticus, and then a couple of numbers, and we'll probably hit that later. And how many of those signs do you see in your day-to-day life? Well, it's like, does it count as seeing it if I'm the one writing it? (laughs) Welcome to the show, everyone. (laughs) It's the sex special. It is. It probably is the sexiest episode we've got. Yeah, every song's sexy. Yeah, every song. Enjoy it. Bye. So here we go. This is the um, podcast. If you don't like it, you can you can get out. Great start. <laughs> really, really rough, rough ride in there from Elliot. I'm a tough bugger. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Has anyone ever said that, do you think? I'm a tough bugger. Uh, Probably. Yeah. yeah, there's a character in the Bible called Tough Bugger. <laughs> we haven't met, met him or her yet. Yeah. Uh, Elliot, what's been going on? It's been uh, a while since we saw each other. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks. It's... Not an awful lot, mm. but I have got an update based on a previous event. Oh, okay, I've mentioned. Okay, which um, one is it, by the way? Is it the? Is it one of your happier stories, or is it one of your depressing ones? Oh, can't remember telling the happiest day. <laughs> uh, do you remember that time I stopped the mugging? What? When I stopped the mugging, we when? talked about it a couple of episodes ago. Why? What happened? It was like a pregnant woman, and she's trying to mug me, and then I gave her some money, and it stopped. So technically. I stopped the mugging. That is such a fascinating way of framing that story. Is okay. It, maybe it is a happy story. I stopped the mugging. We all remember it anyway. It was a mugging. People online determined it was a mugging, so it's a mugging. Okay. Elliot helped out a pregnant homeless lady and is so racked with guilt that he helped someone out that he's framed it in his own mind as a mugging. It's a mugging. And I stopped it. Okay. Um, two things. Yeah. Number one, yeah. I see her daily because she's always around my work. And... Every day she asked me for money, and I'm very offended she doesn't remember. <laughs> so we went on a little adventure. Uh, so now I refuse, because I'm scared. What about money for baby? Baby going to have to get a job, baby. <laughs> uh, second thing, 
is somebody else tried it the other day when I was walking home from uh, <laughs> I was walking home from the pub. They grabbed my arm and said, "Please, I need money for hospital." I just went, "No," <laughs> and then just went. It's made me a worse, but like I don't think humankind is now. Worth someone else tried. Someone else tried the exact same thing. Yeah, I hope and maybe assume that people are listening to this podcast. They know my weakness. I'm thinking, God, he seems like a real sap. And so <laughs> now this is your life. They know my weakness is my thin arms, <laughs> and they can just grip on, and I won't be able to do anything yeah, yeah. about it. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. I can't weasel out. Well, what a lovely, I guess, start to the podcast. My life's progressing, just as everyone's lives are... Not everyone's lives, some people's lives are probably ending as we speak. You're kind of becoming the Walter White of this podcast. Do you think? You start off and everyone thinks, oh, you're quite likeable, you're kind of in a bit of a scrape, but slowly you're becoming the baddie. Ooh, I wonder what crime I'd get. I think I'd be great at crime. What do you? Yeah. What crime would you do? What would be your best crime to do? Hmm. I think I wouldn't do one that affects anyone personally. It would always be like a major heist or a major, like a major magic trick where like maybe a bus disappears, but then I don't bring them back. But everyone on the bus is a pedophile or something. Like a vigilante crime. What? What on earth? I've thought about many different things I could do and I think I've just jumbled them all up into one. You wait. I've I don't even know how that's a crime. You make a bus full of paedophiles disappear. Well, the people... And they, you say that that's a vigilante crime. They should be tried for their crimes. But I've instead uh, sent them to the to the endless void. But I think as well, what I've always thought about is, you know, being a have-a-go hero. Yeah. I've always thought, like, if one of us... Like, if you, if you and me were in an alley and mm. someone had a knife and they were mugging us, I feel like I'd go psycho and properly be like, don't you dare, I'll, blah, blah, I'll tell your... I like I, I'll, I'll I'll tell your family and I'll make sure they never love you ever again and I'll wipe you from history, motherfucker. And then maybe I yeah. like I'll walk into the knife. Pull your trousers up, Elliot. Pull your trousers up. <laughs> and then I'll just get Elliot. I'll pull your trousers up. I look them in the eye and be like, run. And then they'll run and they'll leave the knife in me. I'll pull it out and I'll drop it on the floor. And I tend to be like, we're late for the film. And then we go. And I feel like that technically is a crime because I've threatened him. Uh, how's what's you? What have you been up to? Why are we going to a film via a dark alley? Uh, we're going to see Batman, and we haven't seen it yet, so you don't know how dangerous it is, is to walk through alleys by theatres. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, I'm fine. Okay, uh, I've done nothing, Elliot. You've been? Have you been stewing? I've somewhat? done nothing. You've been a bit of a. I've I've, I've done nothing. You've done nothing. It's hard for me to express this to listeners. I've done nothing with my life. No, I mean, in the last two weeks. You've got a subscription to NHL. Is that right? NFL? Oh, God. But that, mm. this, this is how bored and I imagine sad I am inside. Oh, it was my birthday a couple of weeks ago, listeners. Thanks for the cards. Happy birthday. Thanks for the cards, everyone. But Elliot, really thanks for the card. I felt, I feel a bit, I don't know, I just sort of feel like I'm in flux as a person. I feel like something big is about to change in my life, either positively or negatively. Okay, this I is could, weird. I, I'm at a point now where I think... Depending on how things go, in the next year, I could become someone who consistently runs marathons for charities. Ooh. Or at the same time, I could become like a, a drug lord. Uh, well, um, or, I mean, or neither. Can you I not mean, be like I'm, a drug mule? No. Really? You think you're going to rise to the top of the drug world? 
You serious? You don't think I could do that? Not without help. You don't think I could do that? Mr. I'm going to make a bus disappear, pedo. I'm not the pedo. That makes it's. I'm going to make a pedo bus disappear. Not I'm going to make a bus disappear, pedo. That's skewing it the wrong way. Okay. Because then it's, then it's like I'm sending a school bus to my house, <laughs> which isn't what I'm doing. I'm sending a pedophile bus to space. I don't know what's hard about that to understand. Fair enough. Um, so anyway, basically, uh-huh. in a sort of... I've been gigging a lot. You know, I've been doing things. I'm ticking, ticking along, making my money. Yeah. But I've, All right. How much you, money? What do you mean? How much money? I, I'm not going to tell you. It's a nice haircut. How much was that? Well, do you know what? Let's fucking go into this now, actually, shall we? All right. I don't spend money on haircuts. Have I talked about this on the podcast? Whatever. I don't spend real money. How much you you got a good head of hair? How much you spend? How much you spend? I spend. uh, I think it's twenty pounds on my hair. See, here we go. Do you think that's a good price? Well, I once spent nine pounds on a haircut, and it was literally the worst decision I've ever made in my life. And I got mugged by choice. (laughs) So I spent twenty-two pounds on this haircut. And I've never spent more than, I think, 13 before. That's a nice haircut. No, it isn't. It is. It's fine. It it's doesn't fine. look different from your other haircuts. No, it doesn't. I'm spending more here, and I want to know... There's no difference. What's I... the difference? I want to know, like, what's the difference between that and then some people spend, like, 70 quid in a haircut, 80 quid in a haircut. I don't understand that. I've but never I really understood that. But I just don't know what could be different. I think the problem is... That, <clears throat> so the shit £9 haircut I had, I honestly had chunks missing from my hair because the guy just went with the razor badly because he wasn't very good he wasn't a very good hairdresser mm. so i think what you're paying for is someone who actually knows how to cut hair and maybe if you go lower you're just risking it with someone who might be an idiot and then he blamed me he was like your hair cuts too well or something and i was like thanks and then he just got a big patch on That's my head he, wait I looked, he, your yeah. hair your your hair is too good to cut yeah that well, it's he, ruined it. No, he said something else. He said something more like, your hair's very fine. And I think I went, thanks. Because <laughs> I thought you were saying it was fine. But really what he meant was, it's my fault for having thin hair. But it's not thin. It's thick as F. Well, I've got this haircut. Mm-hmm. Um, signed up for a season pass for the National Hockey League. So I can stream the games live. That's nice. That's a nice hobby to have. It's sports. I, I think that is a massive red light. Oh, what? Like, you're going to be... Now you've got something to do that isn't anything productive. I, I, so no, now you can just... Not just that. I that. think it's like... If I tell that to people... I tell this to other people. You're mm-hmm. different. We have a different relationship because we kind of are both aware that we're both having a breakdown. Yeah, fine. You All do right. not start a podcast about the Bible if you're level-headed. <laughs> yeah, agreed. But I tell this to my other friends and I go... They go, what have you been up to? I went, I was up till five in the morning watching ice hockey. And they look at me... In that, just that look, and they just think that people weird. go, they go, what, 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 what are you, what is happening in your mind? What are they fucking doing? Skateboarding? What are they doing? Probably sleeping. Oh, oh yeah, I guess so. sleeping and having a happy life, productive life, exercise, diet. I hate people like that. It's really annoying. Isn't are they all married as well? No, they probably are. This is interesting. This I find this weird. So you've just turned thirty-one, mm-hmm. and now you're having your little. You were fine last year when yeah. you turned thirty. Yeah. So is it, do you think you're just a year behind I think, on, on what you should have been doing last year? I think everyone goes one year on, one year off. Because my 29 was tough, but my 28 was great. So I think I just, I think basically it is impossible for me to have two good years in a row. It's just not in my psyche. It's not in my makeup. I have to have one year where I'm feeling good and everything's going great. And then one year where 
I fucking eat too much crap food. Mm-hmm. I drink too much beer. I sign up to ice hockey, even though I don't really know the rules of ice hockey. Oh, yeah. And I tell myself I'm enjoying it, even though it's four in the morning and my girlfriend's crying. Uh, who cares? Yeah. And then next year I'll be back. So you tell me last year was a good year for you? I knew you last year. Yeah, last year was a good year for me. You don't think I was a- you don't think I was having a good year? Are you serious? You don't think at any point you didn't look at me and think, he's having a good year. Elliot. Last year was probably the best year of my life. Anyway. Jesus. Couple things to mention. Christ. Yeah. Who? Words to mention? Couple things to mention. Uh, to our listeners, first of all, plugs. Plugs. If you don't know about plugs, they're great for connecting electric equipment. No, 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 no. To the walls. Oh, sorry. They're great for stopping water going down your Other hole. plug. Other plugs. Come on, Elliot. Oh, uh, you can put it up your butt and it feels... Oh, uh, next one. Um, You put it in your hair and it makes it longer? Basically, guys, I've got hair plugs. Um... <laughs> I don't know if you know this, listeners, but podcasts only exist so you can be tricked into buying tickets for comedians' shows. And you might think that podcasts exist because people like making content. You might think, no, but the people who make the podcasts I like, they they, they just like it and they like it. No, they exist so you can buy things. Exactly. Buy the Bible. Buy the Bible. Buy the buy. If you're buy in the Nile. Exactly. End of plug. End of plug. No, but genuinely, I have to plug something. Huh? I'm doing my show, my last Edinburgh show. I'm doing it. <laughs> Not right now. We've <laughs> <laughs> got a podcast to do. A podcast whose only intent is to entertain <laughs> people who don't want to pay for it. You just touched my hand. No, I didn't mean to. Oh, that, you're trying to hold my hand. There was a bug on you. Oh. Shut up. Basically, if you wanted to see my stand-up show, Hail Mary from the Edinburgh Fringe Festival... You can see it at the Soho Theatre in London on 1st and 2nd of March. There we are, 1st and 2nd of March. It's a Friday and Saturday. Yeah. It's, um, should be good. Just come to that. It will be great. You liked the show, didn't you? I, properly, this is, close your eyes, I'm about to be sincere. Oh, no. I've seen Sean McLaughlin many, many times, and this is the absolute best he's ever been and i think everyone who's seen it will agree it's such a wonderful wonderful show loved it cannot recommend it highly enough all right open your eyes i'm done wow and he's a prick and he's got a small dick whoa Mm -hmm. it's weird that it's weird that i close my eyes and my ears don't work (laughs) isn't that weird you're not wired upright i'm not wired upright no every time i blink Anything could happen. I, every time I'm... It's, blinking is the most terrifying thing in my life. <laughs> most people blinking is like a thing they have to do to keep their eyes clean. I blink. As soon as I stop blinking, Amy, I could be naked. You could have ripped my clothes off, right? I mean, anything yeah, could happen. Yeah, your liver might have just like stopped working. Yeah, suddenly like, oh, shuts down because your eyes like, aren't on. Fuck! Oh, yeah. fuck! It's just like total shutdown. Yeah. Very scary. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Come and see the show if you want. Soho Theatre. First of... First and first of second of March. <laughs> Are you going to speak that good into the live show? It's um, oh, it's just fucking stand up comedy. It's good. You'll laugh. It's great. There's, I I don't know if they'll be. I don't want to say book early. There'll be a rush on tickets because it's only two dates. Oh, people might. It might be. You might have to be quick. It's just a great funny show, and there's none of that dead parent bullshit. None of that. Absolutely <laughs> none of it. <laughs> what do you mean by that dead parent bullshit? It just happens now, doesn't it? People think it's hilarious when they stick a sad thing at the end of something funny. 
No. Just be funny. Just be funny. Just be funny. Just be like us. You don't hear us fucking right. being depressing, do you? I know that mainstream comedy suddenly become things that aren't comedy. <laughs> it's just comedians doing normal things, but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I love it. I love it. What's the What's the best show? What's the best comedy on television? BoJack Horseman. Did you laugh? Nope. <laughs> nope. Exactly. It, was a, it was a bunch of animals talking about how deep they are. Yeah. My favourite comedy show on TV is Catastrophe, and that is mostly about two people crying about their baby. I love... <laughs> I love that show. I love it, too. I Have you watched the new series of BoJack Horseman? Yeah. It's great. So good. But it is just the OC... Didn't laugh it once. It's just rich people <laughs> moaning. Once. I don't yeah. know why I put up with it. It's just rich people pretending that they're deep, but but it's but it's Arthur. But they all look like Arthur. <laughs> it's the Arthur meets the OC. <laughs> That's what Arthur. Bojack Horseman is. Yeah, and I watch it and I really like it. But it is I don't know. Yeah, the amount of I just, crap, if I have to it? sit and watch a scene between a horse and a cat having a conversation about their relationship, I'm just going, what the fuck? <laughs> How have I, how have I, how have you made this work? Why do I care if the cat has a baby? Like, why am I so invested in this? Whoa, did you see the episode where the frog rapes the duck? <laughs> and no one believes the duck? I was like, what are you, oh, oh my fair God, enough. Jesus, yeah. I guess this is. Duck's played by Lisa Kudrow, isn't it? That, that, <laughs> that's how infantile we are as a society. That is, ha- that's actually. A, it the, is the most poetic, artistic show on TV. Yeah, and like they go, well, we have to ha- have a show about adult emotions. But, pe- but people, people are kids. Can't, people can't handle people it. People are kids these days. <laughs> well, fuck it. All they want to do is watch Venom and shit like that. So we're going to hide it in this weird story with about talking animals. Pathetic. Anyway, I thought it was... Uh, Sean McLaughlin, first off, second of, that, of March. None of that in my show. My <laughs> show is, is for fucking adults. And I wear a suit in it. This actually links... This doesn't link at all to the next thing. I wanted to make a little comment, actually. Oh. This is me being sincere right now. Okay, so people don't like sincerity in their comedy shows. So if you're listening, just imagine that I'm a washed up actor who happens to be a gazelle. (laughs) (laughs) So good, though. Yeah, big fan. Yeah. Met met Will on it, actually, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, you did, didn't you? Yeah, have we spoken about it? No, he could have been... Could have gone on the show, could have had Bojack himself. Imagine if the intro to the show was him saying, it could have been like the voice of God saying it. That would have been amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, well. Oh, well. Didn't happen. Didn't nail the opportunity. <laughs> Where'd you meet him? I don't get it. Just down by the docks. Don't worry about it. Um, secret straight white guy meetings. Um, I knew it. I knew it. I knew you had those. Yeah. What for? Do we touch each other's dicks? So, we've had some comment. I want to make this very clear, by the way. We've had some nice um, feedback. Is that what you call it? Feedback? We've had some very lovely... Uh, iTunes reviews, tweets. Yes. Um, no emails yet, but feel free to send us comments, questions, insults to readthebiblepod at gmail.com. Readthebiblepod at gmail.com. Everything and anything is welcome. And is what? Welcome. Okay. It's welcome, bro. It's so welcome. Come. Uh, speaking of which, the, this is what we were saying before we started as well. The quality of people who are listening is clearly wonderful and high. I'm well into it because there have been comments that have been talking about like Cumbread and Bible Corp. Somebody's pretending to be Bible Corp in one of the reviews. Mm. Uh, someone else is saying about like sending a bill to Audio Boom because they're so <laughs> insulted by it. So good. Like if, such if, good way, fucking the, people. Whoever, Thank you. Whoever did that, if you do write to Audio Boom and go, oh, sure, and reference this podcast at all they will go what are you talking about what podcast they won't know what you're talking about they won't know about. what they're talking about and that's fucking fine. pedophile scum nazi 
<laughs> Pricks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much. You just that the people who've done that, or the people who will do it now, because you know you want a bit plaudits. We welcome you. Thank you very much. Mm, I'm not that keen on that. You don't like that. No. I think you had your chance, and you you're bandwagoning. And frankly, I think you should go away. And there's a I can think of certainly one Harry Potter podcast that would love to have scum like you listening. Oh. We're not, we're not talking about them. Not this week. Ethel and Mildred like the Harry Potters. <laughs> Brad and Keel. Oh, Brad and Keel read the Harry Potters. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, the bad Harry Ethel and, Potters. And, Ethel and Mildred's is fine. I wouldn't, you know. I've got nothing, nothing wrong with their podcast. No. Well, I, think, yeah. I think it's amazing how they're actually able to do a show about Harry Potter that's very interesting, that's very deep. It's very funny, but because they're both animals... I sort of don't mind that they don't make jokes. It, yeah, it's like my emotion. I'm, I'm more. I'm connected to Ethel Mildred because one's a squirrel and one's an apricot. <laughs> but with Harry and Keel, <laughs> but Harry and Keel, it's like they're just two. They're two white men with no parents who think we give a shit about their opinions, and we absolutely do not. I just think it's great that they covered the Me Too movement by someone, by Ethel talking about how all the apricot pits are being stolen. What I'm trying to say is, a couple of the things that we've had sent to us have sort of, or, the, or the, have made some sort of assertions, well, not assertions, but just sort of assumptions, maybe that we are non-believers and that we're yes. kind of, no, I wouldn't say anti-religious or whatever. I, I want to make this very clear. I don't speak for Elliot, right? But I am not a non-believer. I want to make that clear. You are in some way a Christian. We made, we did a whole episode in some about ways. It. Yeah. I don't know if I if I, I don't know if that's the best way to put it. But I'm certainly not anti-Bible. No. I think the Bible's brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I'm not anti-organized religion at all, really. I'm pro it. And I think, um, I just want that to be clear. We, I'm, we're not doing this podcast to, to, to attack it. Um, it's all a good thing. I just want people to know that. And if you don't think it's a good thing, then you're no better than that fucking scumbag that Elliot tried to finger. Uh, what? Uh, so I do speak for me. And I would say my opinion, as expressed before is completely, I really don't have any opinion on religion. The Bible, I'm just learning about, so my opinion is being formed. Are you crying? And the whole, the whole thing, the, the whole opinion uh, uh, plane that I'm currently on is as flat as the earth we live on. Okay? Perfect. All right? Yeah. Oh, okay, should we crack on? Yeah, let's crack on. Okay, I'll pull out my Bible. Uh, let's pull it out. Get it out. Get the old Bible out. All right, here we go. <laughs> what? It's my Bible. <laughs> no. Is that your Bible? Yeah. Wait. Can you, what? Open it. You coward. <laughs> What's wrong with my Bible, piece of shit? Why are you insulting my Bible? Is it because, Why are you insulting the Bible on a podcast? Is it because you're ashamed to read the Bible in public that you've done this? I may have had to finish reading it on the tube the other day, yes. Elliot has put Amy Poehler's Yes, Please, which is, is that Amy Poehler's autobiography? Yes, it is. The cover Great of that. Great book, yeah. Yeah. 
over his Bible because he doesn't want to read the Bible on the tube. I've put the hardcover slip over the Bible <laughs> so people can't see what I'm reading. I've done the opposite. I've put Bible covers on all, on everything I read. On all of your books. I don't give... I'm proud. I'm I'm ashamed that books I'm not reading just, are, aren't the Bible. Oh, sorry. Do you, do you not live in shame? You should because of Eve. Um, more on that later, actually. Now, I would like to make another statement that maybe seems a bit at odds with the statement I made before when I was very sincere. Keep in mind, people who are listening, I am a gazelle. <laughs> so you've got to pay attention. So you've got to understand how funny and deep this is. Mm-hmm. I said before, I think the Bible's a great book. I think religion is a good thing. Um, I need to say this now, sincerely, Fuck the book of Leviticus. Oh, oh my God, so much. We are, we are this, this, this is the book of Leviticus episode and fuck the book of Leviticus. One episode we're spending on this and you're going to find out what... All the fun that we have reading a Bible is the stories. Yeah. And Leviticus is not stories. It's got one little hint of a story in it and the rest of it is just a list of rules. And we're going to go over some of them. We're going to do some of them today on the show. And then we're never going to mention this slow as hell book. This book has been as slow and as stunted as Sean's life currently. Would you say that's fair? What? Would you say that's fair? Would you say that's fair and really accurate? What's happened to you? Just because you've had one donut and I've had two, that doesn't make you better than me. Yeah, it does. It kind of does. I feel really guilty and I want to eat your... I know you've got a gym membership, but I also know you haven't been. (laughs) I haven't got a gym membership, so the joke's on you? (laughs) I guess so. This is how exciting we've had it so far. We've had the book of Genesis and the book of Exodus. Mm -hmm. Genesis took three episodes because there was so much happening. So much, so many big... Exciting stories. It's the creation and destruction and then recreation of the whole of the whole yeah. universe. Yeah. Great. And then we had the book of Exodus, which we got introduced to uh, our favourite characters. Lovely, lovely, very diverse cast of characters. It's a character-driven piece, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, and one's an alien. Moses. Moses. From Gleeblax 4. Gleeblax 4. And he is on Earth... Killing people and then running away and then being told to be a hero and then being magic and he's aided by a time travelling boyfriend called Aaron. Aaron Fruz from the nineteen eighties. And if you think that's not the Bible, then you haven't been paying attention. Yeah. I'm afraid that most modern scholars would agree with us that Aaron is a time traveller from nineteen eighty five and that Moses is an alien. And those scholars will probably sit on chairs backwards. And say things like, hey, dudes, I'm just like you. Let's just learn about the old Bibbo. Am I right? Bibbo. Bibbo. Fair enough. Yep. So anyway, a lot of action. That's the key thing. Yes. A lot of stuff's been happening. Yeah. So why wouldn't we slow it down to an absolute halt? In fact, it's not inaccurate to say that this doesn't just stop the Bible, this section. It ever so slightly goes backwards. Yeah. (laughs) Because we're about to learn things that we already know. (laughs) Yeah. This is this is uh this is almost like it's a, it, reading the Bible is almost a test in itself. It's not like you know God gives tests in the Bible. Yeah, when you have to, to see do if, little... you, if you believe in Him, to see if you're if you're faithful enough. Prove your love to me. Yeah, I think the biggest test God gave is probably can you read the Book of Leviticus? <laughs> because we're doing an episode about it. I did not read this. Oof. I didn't read all of it. I no had to, to... There are bits of it I had to skim read. There's because... no need to read all of it, because the first third of it is just fucking copy and pasted. Yeah. So let's 
now. I mean, we, yeah, we haven't really given you an insight into what this means, listener. So, okay, we'll go into it. Leviticus. The word Levi, meaning law of priests, kind of. That's right, I can Google things as well. I remember the way you started that exodus with the little educational remark. Bullshit, mate. I ever so slightly learned what the word Leviticus means. Kind of, I think. Great. Uh-huh. Wow, you really showed me. Yeah, dumbass. The burnt offering. The Lord called to Moses and spoke to him from the tent of meeting. Now, first of all, I've got a problem with that. The tent of meeting. Mm. That's the best they could do. Yeah. Uh, so the tent of meeting is the tabernacle, right? Yeah. It's the tabernacle is the place of worship that he's informed the children of Israel to go and build, to celebrate and worship. It's to be with him. And then the cloud came down from the mountain and went down into the tabernacle. That's, that's how Exodus ended, right? Yeah. It's the Lord saying, hey, I'm going to kind of in a way, hang out with you. But Leviticus is describing how he doesn't really want to hang out with anyone. Yeah, he he basically... This is how the book opens. It says, uh, the Lord called to Moses at the tent of meeting. He said, speak to the Israelites and say to them, when any of you brings an offering to the Lord, bring as your offering an animal from either the flock or the... Well, from either the herd or the flock. So cows or sheep. And so begins an astonishing... Astonishing amount of speech Ugh. that we're meant to digest. That the Lord apparently says, "Yep, yep. to Moses as rules on how to live." Yeah, all of Leviticus is rule- just rules of how to live. Yeah. And within these rules are massively important plot points, <laughs> <laughs> massively important things that have happened to the characters. Only little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Characters we know and love are about to go through some shit within about one sentence, <laughs> because immediately afterwards. We'll be gagging to find out the specific way we're meant to be killing a cow. Yeah, well, he sort of talks about it. And he, even in this one, the burnt offering, if the offering is a burnt offering from the herd, blah, 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 he's to offer a male without defect. He must present it at the entrance to the tent of meeting, that sort of stuff. And then it says, he is to slaughter the young bull before the Lord, and then Aaron's sons, the priests, shall bring the blood and sprinkle it at... What do you mean Aaron's got some sons? So Aaron's... Also- What's going on? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down here. What? When did Aaron get some kids? Much like Moses and the film Brokeback Mountain, which is based on Exodus, apparently, Aaron's been also living a lie. So he's been having his little tryst with Moses, mm-hmm. and he's on the side, it seems, started a family. Mm. So Aaron was named first priest, and then all of his sons and his descendants will be the other priests. Right, they're like the main priests are the sons of Aaron. Do you think Aaron? Do you think it's a bit like Bill and Ted? Like he's back in time, he's fallen in love with a beautiful Israelite, and he's mm-hmm. like, "I can set a home here. I, I don't want to go back to 1985. I've just become my own grandfather." Yeah, yeah, and that's the way it's, it was always meant to be. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's like maybe it's like the first scene of the film or early in Aaron's life. He's in like history class, and then the teacher says, <laughs> "Little is known of the." F- Little is known of the connecting point between the Israelites and the rest of the world. There must have been some figure who was a missing link, and Aaron was there going, whoa, who could it be? And he's travelled back in time, and turns out he was that. Oh, and, oh, and there's, there's like... Pull your trousers up. A famous... Pull your trousers up. Oh, there we go. There's like a famous tapestry on the wall of the history, of the like history room or religious studies room that they're in, or whatever. Yeah. And there's a corner of it missing so it's like showing Moses and God and all the people and then it's like a corner missing and you can just see some little feet sticking out from where it's been ripped and everyone's like oh what is that and they're like I don't know it's just some tapestry we've got or whatever and then 
And then some the point in the adventure in the future is you you see him with the whole thing. And in the final scrap with the villain, he rips off part of that tapestry. And he goes like, oh, shit, it was me the whole time. Because it's just like a guy in a baseball cap. Yeah, yeah. And there's just like a little hint that there's somebody <laughs> there. And obviously it's him. Are you keeping up, listener? <laughs> I don't even know if Look I am. How quickly we left the book of Leviticus. Oh, let's go back to it. Yeah. Anyway, Aaron's got some sons. And they're just talking about how they should do burn offerings. They're all in charge of these offerings. A lot. So the first third of this is basically about how to make offerings and sacrifices to either show good faith to the Lord or penitence, like if you've done something wrong. If you've done something wrong. Yeah. So it's burnt offering, which is to do with animals. Then there's grain offering, mm-hmm. which is basically them repeating no yeast. No yeast, this unleavened bread. Yeah. Then uh, fellowship offering, well, I like... which I don't really understand. Well, this is the thing. Basically, listener, we're going we're gonna to say this, okay? If, if, if X is your problem, mm-hmm. bring Y, and Y could be a cow, a sheep... A pigeon. Um, a, better than that, like a baby pigeon, or a turtle dove, or bread, or just meat, yeah. or like cakes or flour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unleavened bread, obviously. Yeah. If, and it is, bracket, you know, alive, or young... Or cooked in a pan, mm. a, a frying pan. It mine specifically says frying pan. Mine says griddle at one point. Yeah. Weird. They don't have those. Aaron brought a frying pan because <laughs> frying pans didn't <laughs> exist in Bible. If you try to tell me that Bibles had frying pans before this cool gay guy went into the book, yeah. you're you're talking bullshit. Yeah, you're mad. Yeah. Um, uh, and then he... and then so, yeah, and then it says if any of those options are happening, this is how you kill the thing. Then we'll burn it, like, like wash it, then burn it, and kill it. Whatever order you're meant to be doing that in, and then Aaron's sons are just going to play with the blood for a bit. Yeah, and that means you love me, and that means you're fine. God's fine with you now. Yeah, that is basically eighty to ninety percent of the book of Leviticus. Absolutely, so weird. That is it. It's just like it's almost like a maths book, but yeah. for morality. It's it like is. If this is your problem. This is what you do. This exactly. is your problem. This is what yeah. you do. And it's the same phrase over and over again. It's just like. And then you burnt offerings, and you clean the calves, and you clean the rump, and you offer the burnt offerings, blah, blah, blah. The priest will sprinkle the blood here, and they'll pour the blood yeah. over the bottom of the altar like a fucking psychopath. Like, they'll just pour blood all over the tabernacle, and that means, yep, fine, you've made the offering. That's not, how you do it. It's funny, really, because there's a lot of talk of unclean animals, and about make sure you only have clean animals, unclean. The place is going to be so unhygienic after one day if the amount of different types of blood, yeah. the amount of different bodily fluids they talk about. Yeah. But what can I say? At the end of the fellowship offering, that is kind of the, the, sort of the introduction, the first three bits are the burnt offering, the grain offering, the fellowship offering, which kind of set up the, the tone of the book. Yeah. Um, and God says to Moses, this is a lasting ordinance for the generations to come. So he says, wherever you live, you must not eat any fat or any blood. So my, my perception of that is that Gord is saying, I want you to come. I want you to keep coming. Mm-hmm. Just come. But you can't, it's getting too fat. <laughs> yeah. Do not eat any fat or drink each other's blood. Oh, this is weird, actually, isn't it? It's like an abusive relationship. But it's almost, it is a little bit. But I think maybe he's like, look, come, but just don't eat blood. And I think, actually, I, I think that holds up. Because I come, 
You come. You don't know People that. Come. You don't know that. I don't know that. You don't know what I do. I don't know what you do. But people come in this modern world. I don't... People don't, people don't eat blood. Nobody's doing it that much. People don't eat blood, though. No. So it holds up. Oh, people right. always say the Bible's old-fashioned. I think he's bang on there. I think you're probably fine. Yeah, all right. That, that bit of Leviticus holds up, all right? Yeah? You can come, don't drink blood. I think that... I'm amazed that didn't make the Ten Commandments. You can come, <laughs> don't drink blood. Come, but don't drink blood. Um, That's a good... Thing. That would have been a good... That must have been 11th. It must have been close to the top ten. You can bleed, but don't drink... Uh, the... That'll come later. Uh, oh, uh, that was an accident. The um, <laughs> the um, um, if if the so here's a point. Mm-hmm. It talks about how the meat should be cooked if you're offering meat, and how bread should be cooked if you're offering mm. bread. Mm-hmm. If it's bacon and so forth, mm-hmm. is in baked. Pork. It doesn't discuss the very famous way and recipe that the Bible offered us to make bread last week, right? Last episode. Well, it's funny that they don't offer that. They don't offer that. It's like last time they said, this is how you make bread, but don't give that kind of bread to God. He's above that. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the bread he gives you. You give him proper bread. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we won't go over it in specifics again. We, we all know what we're talking about, and we've basically said it now. But if, if God gives you a certain type of bread, he's saying that's your bread. That's for you people. Okay. Yeah. It, it's like he said that almost as if, as if there were lots of people like Moses and Aaron were going, hey, God, that bread, what's your recipe? That was so great. And he was like, oh, don't worry about it. Uh, you, give me, you, give me the, you give me like normal bread. And you I'm give sure me your bread, I'll give you mine. Yeah, yeah, Like um, some people, I don't know who, but some people, I don't know who. Or her. Or her, if they have like um, a builder or a plumber around or give them a cup of tea or coffee, but there's special mugs that you give them. Do you know those people? Are you one of those people? That's why you're saying it. I'm not, but I am very close to some people who do. Who do what? Who have, like, mugs they don't use because they're, like, for workmen. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. As uh, if what? As if, as if like, builders or plumbers I think are, the idea, le- are lesser. I think that that's the analogy I'm trying to draw between this and the, in the, in the Bible. But I think what the purpose actually is, is, like, it's mugs you can get paint on or can get a bit chipped or a bit old because they might be like slammed down a bit more because they'd be slammed down because those people are violent <laughs> uh anyway that's what i mean i've never heard i've never heard anything so i know a few disgusting. people have done this i heard i've had conversations with people though i think that's that's mad yeah well imagine doing that imagine if this podcast is that to some people oh what like oh like, like they I listen to a good po- podcast <laughs> yeah. but if they get like a builder over they go oh, we'll, we'll put on a Dirty podcast. <laughs> the little boys podcast for toilet boys. We're not toilet boys. <laughs> We're not toilet boys. We're bog men. Did you not hear that? <laughs> Did you... oh, I like that. Did you not hear that thing where I described what Leviticus means? Yeah, Gertrude. He's high end. <laughs> uh, anyway, he's got dirty bread and you can have that. That's his, <sighs> That's his dirty, naughty bread. Anyway. Anyway. We then move on to the sin offering. Ooh. Now, this is what makes it the sex episode, yeah? Is it no, this bit? No, oh, we're no. nowhere near there. Oh, fuck. We have to go through all of the offerings for a while, in my version anyway. Fine. Oh, well, all right. The Lord says to Moses, say to the Israelites, when anyone sins unintentionally... By the way, <laughs> the Lord does just go, say to the Israelites, and then does this incredible speech, and Moses the whole time must be like... I'm not gonna. Rem- I'm not gonna say this. Isn't he like hundreds of years old by this point? Yeah, because I'm a, I'm a 600 year old man. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I've got two families I'm meant to be caring for. <laughs> I've got two families. 
and a, and a spaceship I need to find <laughs> and rebuild using primitive tools. <laughs> I need to get back for Space Christmas. I need to get back to Gleamglux 4 for Space Christmas. Thank God Aaron brought back that frying pan. Who? Aaron. Oh, yeah. The Lord says this to Moses. And Moses, I imagine, is meant to... Luckily, we don't hear that often. Actually, there are a few bits where we then have to read Moses saying this to the Israelites. Oh, yeah. And as a like, reader, you want to go, we get it. We get it. We were there. Because the, the problem, this is why I was saying that Leviticus stops and goes backwards, is that these rules were skipped over in Exodus. You're going like, and God basically laid out the rules that everybody needed. Mm. And then the rest of Exodus carried on. Mm. And now it's telling us what the rules are. It's like it's gone back to do this it has, bit. Yeah, yeah. And also then it says like, and Aaron was a priest in <laughs> Exodus. And then this one it goes, and Aaron was a priest. And then later on in Leviticus it goes, and then Aaron became a priest. And you're like, well, what the hell are you talking about? Why is it skipping around so much? I think we should skip straight to Aaron becoming a priest maybe. Yeah? Because... Because there's like a thing he has to go through, right? He has to... Well, well, because the rest of it is just... He has to look his wife in the eye and put his hand on a Bible. <laughs> The ordination of Aaron and his sons. Now, all you've missed, listeners, by the way, is just a bunch of fucking nothing. Bunch of rules. Right, we're going to kill an animal later in the episode. If you want to find out how, just listen in. All right. Yeah. But right now, we're with a favourite little queer boy, Aaron. The Lord said to Moses, "Bring Aaron and his sons, their garments, the anointing oil, the bull for the sin offering, the two rams, and the basket containing bread made without yeast, and gather the entire assembly at the entrance to the tent of meeting." I mean, imagine being told that. And Moses has to go to Aaron. Yeah, to Aaron and his sons. And go, Aaron, Aaron, put down that flexible Yeah. <laughs> put down that Yeah. Um, bring your sons and a couple of rams uh, and bring, the anointing oil and the bowl. Bring all of the clothes that you've got, bring except for of... the fucking... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not, not, your, not your drag gear. Because <laughs> Aaron started a new trend in the past, but he can't show anyone it yet. It's just for Moses. Um, just come at all here. Uh-huh. Uh, Moses said to the assembly, this is what the Lord has commanded to be done. Then Moses, basically, silently, without explaining to Aaron or the sons what he's doing, starts doing some weird shit, like washing them all and anointing them all. Oh, yeah. And at no point does Aaron go, so good. What, what are you doing, bruh? Your tentacles are all up in my, up in my bits. This, you're doing it in front of people. This is... This is for our private times. <laughs> well, this is it. So Moses is washing his best friend slash lover and his lover's sons. Yeah. And they know what they do as well. They're fully aware. So he's anointing, basically. He's, yeah. The idea, I guess, is that Moses is anointing them. Yeah. And making them all become priests, not just Aaron, all of them becoming priests. Yes. But even then, Aaron, this 20th century kid, mm-hmm. cannot stop with his X-rated thoughts, because it says, Aaron and his sons laid their hands, which I think means wanking. Having a wank. They had a wank. Yeah. They laid their own hands. We all do it in the shower. We all do it. Every single shower we've all ever had. Yes. Yeah. We've as all... long as you're not drinking blood, I've got no issue with that. No, exactly, right? Yeah, yeah. Do it in the shower. It'll give you a headache, but do it in the shower anyway. Will it? Yeah. I've heard. I don't do it. Fair enough. And we watch porn. All right. <laughs> hey. Ooh, and he brought Aaron's sons, and Moses put the blood upon the tip of their right ear and upon the thumbs of their right hands. Now, this is what I am into. And upon the great toes of their right feet, and Moses sprinkled the blood upon the altar all around, and he took the fat and the rump and the fat as an inwards. And... They do all this stuff. 
they get asked to do all these things to do with cooking meat and they do it mm. um yeah moses and aaron then went into the tent of meeting when they came out they blessed the people and the glory of the lord appeared to all the people great he's that, there that seems great yeah fire came out from the presence of the lord <laughs> <laughs> And consumed the burnt offering and the fat portions on the altar. (laughs) And when all the people saw it, they shouted for joy and fell face down. Like it's Cthulhu. (laughs) All hail the Dark Lord. They shout for joy and fall face down. It sounds to me like they're dying. But this is yeah. The people saw it. They shouted for joy and fell face down. Have you ever done that? Fell <laughs> <laughs> face down into the face sand. Down. Into the sand, like like lemmings. In my, yeah. in my head, they just feet to uh, hands to the side, mm-hmm. laughing, screaming as this fire comes out. <laughs> now things also get weirder. We'll talk about this, and then I think we should cut straight to the bit where you frankly have to be eighteen. Feels so good. Yeah. So the point of this or whole thing is meant to be who can hang out with God and who can't. Right. So it's if you follow the rituals and you follow the teachings, you can be in God's light. If you're a naughty boy, you'll get burnt up and die. But even if you are a naughty boy, if you kill, if you an kill ox a... the right way, you're fine. Okay, here's, yeah. here's the secret. You put your left hand on the ox's head. Yeah. Okay, I'm not exaggerating here. Yeah. With your right hand, you clean, you clean its legs, and you clean its rump. Now, the ox could be a bull or a sheep, or a goat, or a turtle dove, or a baby pigeon. Mm -hmm. But one of those things, for whatever reason. And then you keep your left hand on the head, you clean its legs and rump, and then you whisper into its ear, Nobody ever loved you, you fucking, fucking animal. Nobody cares. You've not made an impact in this world. And in the future, some people care about you, but most people won't. You fucking piece of shit. And then you slowly cut its throat and make it look at its family. And then you set it on fire and you give the blood to some sons of gay men. That bit, the speech isn't in my, my Bible. Uh, it's in the King James Version, because mine's not a baby's version like yours. So anyway, all these people face down in the sand. And then, then that's it. That's the end of that. That's genuinely the end of that story. God appeared, people fainted. God appeared, burnt everyone up. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. But don't think that God's finished burning people up. Because what do we have next? The death of Nadab and Abihu. Who the fuck are they? Who who are they? Who are they? Who are they? Um, I would have thought that they would have been mentioned earlier if they were important characters. Well, actually, I think you'll find they were mentioned earlier. They just weren't named. Oh, were they? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they are two of the four sons of Aaron. Two of the four sons of Aaron. Aaron had four sons in a wedding that loveless. And two of them are called Widget and Bongo. What are they called? Nada. They're called Nadab and Abihu. They are priests. They are priests. They took their censers. They put fire in them. They added incense. And they offered unauthorized fire before the Lord, contrary to his command. So they're just spraying some incense kind of outside the tabernacle where they're not meant to be doing it. They're just... I don't know if they're, if they're having an off day, if they've forgotten something. Or maybe if they just thought, who the fuck cares? Because <laughs> it's incense. I'm not hurting anyone. Well... I'm just making it smell like a hipster's bumhole. So fire came out from the presence of the Lord. <laughs> yep. And, and consumed them. Consumed them. They're dead now. They died before the Lord. Because of that. <laughs> That's all it took. The God you remember from Genesis when he was batshit crazy, still there. He's back. Now he's laid some laws that don't make sense. And if you if you tow outside of that, even if you are his friend's sons, yeah. 
he will burn you. He will alive. destroy you. In many ways, like a Khaleesi. In many yeah. ways, he's like the European Union. So, um, <laughs> is that is that track? He's like the EU. He has a lot of very strict laws, and if you dare, if you dare to go against him and say leave the EU, yeah. you're going to be punished by those dirty bureaucrats. It's like I didn't ask for God to be in charge. Where do these? Where does he fucking come from? You yeah, know? yeah. How come God is so undemocratic? Yeah, we'll 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 break away. We'll form our own God. <laughs> we'll make our own God. Why doesn't Aaron do that? We're going to be our own God. Damn right. And his what? name will be RuPaul. <laughs> you keep you, EU wants to make bananas straight. God wants to keep my son straight. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna break away from our own god, bro. Oh my Eric, god! Exit. Yeah. Our, our exit. Oh god. <laughs> anyway, God. Is this riff gonna make the edit? <laughs> Definitely. I think so. God looked at Aaron and said, "You want to be a flamer? Well, so are your sons." And he goes, <laughs> and "Up they go." <laughs> I can say these jokes, and you can't. Don't call me a cunt. Um, <laughs> Moses then said to Aaron. Keep in mind, Aaron's sons, two of his four sons, yep. have just been burnt alive by a man that Aaron is meant to be like worshipping. This is boss, yeah. This is what the Lord spoke of when he said, Among those who approach me, I will show myself holy. In the sight of all people, I will be honoured. The next sentence is, Aaron remained silent. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> just like, Obviously he does. In his head, he's like, the fuck is this? The fuck? That what have fucking, you just done? That fucking alien... He's on board with the burning. I thought I, I thought you loved me. Wait, it's, don't fucking have a go at me just because I've got some kids. You've got kids too, Moses. Yeah. You know? Sure, they might have 70 teeth and <laughs> 40 eyebrows, but, but, but I mean, they're still a good pieces life. of you, right? They're, they're, they'll be safe, probably. If you, if you want to be passive-aggressive with me, don't bring it up now when my kids are dead. Bring it up when you've got fucking 50 tentacles in my rear passage. Oh my God, is this because I... Is this because I forgot to buy the wine for our secret meal the other day? And now suddenly you're, you're like, oh, God, can you can you kill his sons? Can you just, like, find a fucking yeah. reason and kill the sons? S-O-B, that, S-O-B. Ugh. Moses then summoned Mishael and Elzaphan, sons of Aaron's uncle, Uziel. Now, this is interesting. Aaron's uncle was back there. Aaron's uncle. That must be through the wife's side, right? Must be. Because I... it would be too complex for Aaron to have brought his uncle back there. Or if, or maybe the uncle has been missing. Oh f. Oh, maybe the, oh, all so of the, Aaron's so, life they were like, whatever yes. happened to Uncle yes, Israel? Yes, he disappeared. He went to see the Cleveland Browns play and he disappeared. And then Aaron goes to investigate his uncle's house because he's got to do a school report about <laughs> about missing uncles. about year old, like about your family or whatever. And then he goes and then he finds a secret lab. And he touches the switch, and then that's what sends him back in time. Yeah. And he's just gone to the same place that his uncle went. Yeah. Oh, that's a movie. This is a great movie. Sean and Elliot made a movie. Is this our new feature? No, we're not allowed features, are we? We are allowed features. Don't be negative about features. I'm allowing features in this one. Sean and Elliot made a movie. Should we start a Kickstarter for that? Sean and Elliot made a movie, and this is, and we just told you the whole plot. Okay. Basically, guys, if you like the film idea, <laughs> yep. we really think... I mean, who do you want to get to be in it? Okay. We I ca- guess we have to be in it. Are we the main... I don't know. Is one of us Moses? I don't want to ki- don't, don't make out with you. Okay. Well, oh, no. I mean, not, no, on, no, ca- you're not right. on camera. No, you're right. No, I mean, we'll just, we'll just keep right. doing what we do now. No, nah, you're right. Chris Hemsworth is Moses. And... I think Moses is CGI. Oh. <laughs> okay. Because he's an alien. All right. 
Well, then I guess Chris Hemsworth is Aaron. I don't know. I think Chris Hemsworth's too old. I think Aaron needs to be like Shit. a young buck. I think it needs to be um, what's his, what's the guy's name who was in? I mean, I say young buck, Shia LaBeouf. I mean, he's probably not that young <laughs> what anymore. What a young buck! He's only thirty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> That's my idea of like a young actor. <laughs> Jethro think... will play himself. <laughs> yeah, huge career boost like for that. Jethro. Yeah, do you uh, think we could get God playing himself? Oh, God doesn't do movies anymore. No, he wouldn't do films. No, he would only he? does things like one-off BBC document, like travel documentaries, where he gets to go on a train yeah. in India and then yeah. look at stuff and be like, "Look at this stuff." Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Oh, it's great," and they're giving him a BAFTA for it. So Aaron's uncle Uziel, as we were saying, said to them, "Come here." I mean, there's a time and a place, Uziel. Uh. There's a time and a place. <laughs> Carry your cousins outside the camp. Away from the front of the sanctuary. So they came and carried them. I mean, they follow orders, at least. At least Uziel's children follow orders in a way that Aaron's children don't. I know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's weird that they're leaving a trail of bread behind as well. Yeah, weird. Um, then Moses says to Aaron and his sons, Eleazar and Ithamar. Yeah. So there's Aaron's other sons. Great. Great. And they're lovely. Do not let your hair become unkempt. Do not tear your clothes or you or you will die and the Lord will be angry with the whole community. Oh, God, yeah. This, this is thing about really weird. The clothes shit's so weird. Who cares? Yeah. It's it's almost like Moses is now becoming God's enforcer. I think Moses has had a breakdown. Moses I think becomes he's had the a bad breakdown. guy a little yeah, bit, yeah. yeah. Like, he's this, he's this little alien and he's just freaking going up to... Going up to Aaron and just going, you fucking smarten up, bitch. Yeah, it's, you smarten up, you like, bitch. He's the sheriff God of Not- kill you. He's the sheriff of Nottingham to God's King John. He's like the real threat, but there's the main bad guys in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's so sad. You see the love. Just they were so in love, and now I do really care about this now that their love's yeah. falling apart. It's really sad. Yeah. Do not leave the entrance of the tent of meeting, or you will die. <laughs> it's horrible. But God. they did what Moses said. Yeah. Um. Then the Lord said to Aaron, you and your sons are not to drink wine or other fermented drink. What? You will die. This is a lasting ordinance for the generations to come. For I am the Lord, thy God. That keeps coming up as yeah, well. Yeah. Very aggressive. Very aggressive. Um, so weird. This is a bit too much for me to handle, so let's just have a, have a moment. Yeah, should we have a moment? Yeah. I see. need a whiz. And, let's, and the listeners need a bit of a sexy song. Let's go for it. Pew! Pretty sexy song that was. Oh, yeah. Miss Petricor does all those, by the Miss way, Petricor, guys. We don't second. know if you listen to the end bit, we say. They're really good. Yeah, always good. Maybe they'll re- we'll release an album soon. Well, that'd be great. Maybe we'll release a Space Christmas album. Oh, yeah. Yeah? No, but it's Space Christmas, so it's what? You know, it's Glib Glocks 4. Oh, you're a mean one, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> it's beginning to look a lot like Space Christmas. <laughs> Everywhere <laughs> you glide. <laughs> Put your tentacles in the fence. <laughs> Put your face under the fin. <laughs> because that's what we do at Space Christmas. <laughs> All um. around glib glocks for. <laughs> fniff naff bells, fniff naff bells, making children die. <laughs> that's what Christmas is for in space. It has 
belief in ducks by the Bible. But do keep buying the Bible, by the way. Yeah, thank <laughs> Two you. Two things. Keep buying the Bible. Keep giving us those sweet reviews. Glib glaps. Thank you. Glib glaps. Thanks. Um, if enough <laughs> listeners write to us, we will put on a Space Christmas show. Fine. Okay. You've, pu- you've pushed us, listeners. Three emails. <laughs> Three emails. A live Christmas gala at Somerset House. It's a free ticketed event. All of your favourite comedians will be there. All the all money raised. All money raised. We'll uh, support a space Christmas charity for Glee Glocks 4. <laughs> it's for people with homes. It's because having with... a home is viewed as one of the most unpleasant positions you can have on Glee Glocks 4. Or in London. So... Let's let's give generously because they're just like us. Glib glocks. Right. Anyway. Anyway, Levitic. <laughs> oh, fuck. I hate this. Can't I reckon wait we, to get to numbers. I reckon we could rip this up in twenty minutes. I can fucking rip this up much quicker than that. All right. And it deserves it. Then, uh, Gord said to Moses and Aaron, "Say to the Israelites of all the animals that live on land, these are the ones you may eat." And then he talks about all the animals. And he talks about some of them. Basically, he says there are some that you can only chew the cud. Or only have a split hoof, but you must not eat them. The camel, though it chews the cud, does not have a split hoof. It is ceremonially unclean for you. So you can't eat camels. Basically, God then lists all the birds and animals you can eat and all the fucking shit like that. Boring! Basically, if you want to play it safe, eat anything that isn't a pig or a camel. Yeah? Yeah, don't eat camels. Yeah. Put that camel burger down. True. Uh, Then there's a bit about purification after childbirth, which is... Oh, pretty heavy going in the Me Too era, I'd say. Yep. Pretty heavy going. It's on page 69 of mine. Is it? Ooh, nice. <laughs> Mine's on 164. Oh. What? Yeah. You're on page 164? Yeah. How are you 100 pages ahead of me? Well, my book's 100 pages more intense and more intricate. Probably the letters are bigger because of all the pictures because <laughs> you're such a fucking baby. <laughs> yeah, very graphic uh, camel's feet ones, actually. <laughs> very graphic. Yeah. Um... A woman who becomes pregnant and gives birth to a son will be ceremonially unclean for seven days. If she gives birth to a daughter, for two weeks the woman will be unclean. I mean, I can't comment on that. As during her period. Jesus. Who? And there's all stuff about don't touch anything sacred if you're on your period. Yeah, that is true. And that's true of modern days as well. Yeah, it is. It is. Imagine if that was put... Imagine that was a thing. What? Like, you know when you go to galleries so and please don't touch the pictures. <laughs> If, Imagine if. you said, please don't touch the pictures <laughs> if you're on your period. If it were in normal modern society, I think we're heading that way as well because of fucking all the fucking men in charge at the minute and society is going to go that way. And one day we'll be in shops and a woman a woman who has done nothing wrong will have to point at something with a head and go like, nah, nah, and we'll have, and we'll have to get a man to come and pick it up for her and take it to the till. A man to what? Pick it up for her. And no, take that's it not to... what you said. What did I say? You said you have to get a man to come. Oh, you have to get a man to come, and then pick, he'll pick it up for her and take it to the till, and then, like, he has to like get the wallet out of her pocket and pay for it, and then send her on away because she's not allowed to touch anything. Because, cause what? Because she's a woman, and she should be punished for that. Are we punishing women just for being women now? Oh, it Bi- seems that way. Uh, Bible Corp uh, seems that fucking way. Elliot, Elliot, uh, Bible Corp uh, sent me a fax this morning. Uh-huh. They really think your radical political views aren't. Oh, they really? don't want them. They don't want them. Oh. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. I'll take that back. No. 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 It's. F- I. I agree with you. No. It's, no. It's fine. We'll, we'll toe the line because there's stuff we've got to get done. Well, right. We're, look, we need to get. We need to get through this whole book. We need to get through this whole book. I don't want to piss off Bible Corp anymore. No. Bible sales are down. Bible sales are down. They're down. 
Is that why you got that picture of... I, I couldn't even tell who it was, but it was someone with like a burlap sack over their head. Yeah. And in the background, it was this... It looked like there was like a flag in the background. It was... Yeah. But it was very blurry. I couldn't tell who it was, but it was like pretty... Yeah, I, got, I got the uh, same thing. I got the same thing. All right. I got uh, the same thing. Just Bible sellers are like... They're not just down there. Down. Down, down. Booksellers are going up to people in bookshops going, what can I interest you with? And they're saying... I'd like to buy the Bible, but I don't live by the Nile, nor am I bisexual, nor do I ride a bicycle. Shit, shit. So not only a Bible Corp on our ass, Waterstones and booksellers are on Bible Corp's ass. We're fucking this up. Okay, 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 okay. We're fucking this up. No, I've got it, I've got it. Okay, okay. okay. Just because we want to be the least controversial podcast around, okay? Which I think we are. Which I think we are already. Nothing yeah. we've ever said has been controversial. No. Okay. All right. Okay. If everyone out there, no yeah. matter if you're, you know, weird sexual... Or you don't live in Egypt, or you ain't got bile, whatever. Yeah. Okay? Buy the Bible. Yeah. If you're a woman, I think you can be able to do whatever you want. Yeah. But wear gloves just to be safe. How about that? If you're on your period. Or just if you're not. Oh, maybe everyone should wear gloves. Mm, I mean, the Bible doesn't say anything about that. No. Okay. All right. Is so, that... I think that's fine. That is totally reasonable. It's absolutely fine. Holy, they... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, Ooh, on no. to the bit about infectious skin diseases. Ooh, baby, baby. This yep. is good. Yeah, I like this bit. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, when anyone has a swelling or a rash or a bright spot on his skin that may become infectious, he must be brought to Aaron. <laughs> the priest. He's got, he's got bad Aaron job, is thinking, fuck you, all these God. things I have to do. Fuck you. I wanted none of this. Yeah. None of this. And then it's just a list of all the different disgusting diseases and boils and growths. And like, the first thing you need to do is go to Aaron. I don't know what qualifications Aaron has. Mm-hmm. Surely there are people who know more about medicine, study medicine. But fair enough. I mean, Aaron's got two dead kids. I wouldn't trust him about medicine. And it's like, and it's talking about leprosy to do with certain pieces of clothing. It's spoken about <laughs> before as well. <laughs> like, it's going like, leprosy then, if it's... Whether it be in warp or woof or linen or woolen, whether it is skin or anything made of skin, and if the plague become greenish or reddish in the garment or in the skin, either in the warp or the woof or anything of its skin, it is a plague of leprosy and shall be shooed unto the priest. So that's what it is. It's Yeah. If you wear the wrong clothes, he's going to give you skin disease and then you have to go and see Aaron about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he'll... An untrained... A man with no medical training. An untrained teenager from the future is going to deal with it and probably, what, like, kill a dove. <laughs> yeah. But but you've got your all your contraptions. Surely you can cure us. And I'm going to have to go, a frying pan is not a contraption. Frying I'm pan amazed and... that you people haven't thought of this yourself. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I just didn't take the Lord's name in vain. I really didn't mean to. Yeah. That was a natural thing I just did. Oh, there's a, there's a, there's a dove that we don't have to kill now. Oh, great. Cleansing from infectious skin diseases. Regulations about mildew. I mean, read all this if you want. We're not going to go through it here. I mean, what's the point? We are on a tight schedule. Discharges causing uncleanliness. That is maybe the most unpleasant chapter title I've ever read in my life. <laughs> you really didn't say? Discharges causing uncleanliness. This is, I mean, this is, gr- this is when it starts to get graphic. Can I just read a couple of quotes from this section? Please do. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, speak to the Israelites and say to them, when any man has a bodily discharge, the discharge is unclean. If I was them, I'd go, we're not saying that. <laughs> we are not saying that. Well, well, mine does have the euphemism. Mine's, and the Lord spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying, speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, when any man hath a running issue out of his flesh... <laughs> 
because of his issue, he is unclean. Like, that's like your grandma going like, oh, he's got a bit of a running issue. He's got a running issue out yeah. of his flesh. Mm. Oh. We're not even on the sexy bit yet. This isn't the sex stuff. This isn't the sex stuff. It just sounds sexy. This is the grim stuff you have to get through. Yeah. If the man with the discharge spits on someone who is clean, that person must wash his clothes. Fair enough. (laughs) Well, wash his own clothes. Everything the man sits on when riding will be unclean. He's getting pretty sexy. Here we are. When a man has an emission of semen, he must bathe his whole body with water. So I guess with that, what they're saying is, and I don't want to make it, you know, I'm not one to, to sexualize anything or not sexualize anything. We don't like it blue. We don't like it blue. You so my, my opinion is that, I mean, it's, it says semen. Mm-hmm. So I think, obviously, tiny sailors Must sometimes be. exit a man's body through the penis or something or through, I mean, is that what it's a reference to? I think, I think at this point, Moses probably looks at all of the tiny sailors who had come Earlier, just because he wanted to know about the tent and st- like they were yeah. all very interested in the tent and, and the tabernacle, and he thought, "Oh, okay, that's what that's about. That's just the children of Israel's, you know, little tiny sailors coming." So I guess that that's just to, to join do them. That. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's a bit blue. We don't we don't really like doing it blue. We don't like it blue. We don't like it blue. But it is a sex special. When a woman has a discharge of blood for many days at a time other than her monthly period or has a discharge that continues beyond her period, she will be unclean as long as she has the discharge. I mean, that's just common sense. So that's not saying that periods are unclean. It's when you're bleeding when it's not a period. Yes. So it's saying, women, you're allowed to have a period. Okay? You're allowed it. You're unclean. You're allowed it. It's not us. It's not our words. Not it's our words. It's God. You're yeah. fine. You're fine. Don't be hiding your light under a bushel. <laughs> Then there's the Day of Atonement, uh-huh. and there's talks about how eating blood is forgiven. Oh, for, for, sorry, forbidden. Forbidden. Yep. forbidden. Again, uh, that is repeated, right? It is repeated. This... Though in the, in the second one, it is, it's also clearer because it says, uh, "Say to them, any Israelite or alien living among them who offers a burnt offering or sacrifice and does not bring it to the entrance mm-hmm. to the tent of meeting to sacrifice to the Lord, that man must be cut off from his people." So maybe at this point, Moses is thinking. Is that why? Is that why, is that why I can't fucking go back to my home planet? Because I have to do this now. I have to be with these humans. Is that? Did I fucking do something wrong? Did I? Did I not bring the thing to the tent of the meeting, and that's why I'm cut off from my own people? Yeah, he's not. He's not escaped the fury of the Lord. No, he's he's part of this now. Then we get to Leviticus 18, a.k.a. <coughs> Elliot's favourite bit. A banana now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Feels so good. Does bow, it have a, bow, does it have bow, a title bow, in yours? Huh? Does it have a title? Treatment of others. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, well, mine is unlawful sexual relations. And mine's treatment of others, because mine tiptoes. <laughs> mine tiptoes around the issues. Fair enough. Uh, treatment of others. Okay, Leviticus 18. Is this the right one? Yeah. This isn't sexy. Okay, if you're listeners, if you're under the age of eighteen, ask your parents if you can do this. Okay, 
because this is some hardcore stuff coming up. Yeah, here we go. You ready? I'm waiting for it. Yeah. Let's talk about safety. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, I am the Lord your God. Uh, after the doings of the land of Egypt, wherein ye dwelt, shall ye not do? And after the doings of the land of Canaan, <laughs> you should do the judgments and keep mine ordinance and walk within. I am the Lord your God. All right. Ye shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments, which I am God, I am the Lord. Ah, and none of you shall approach to any that is near of kin to him to uncover their nakedness. I am the Lord. Bow, 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 wow, wow. The nakedness of thy father's wife shall not be not uncovered. There is thy father's nakedness. What? The nakedness of my of thy father's wife's daughter. The nakedness of thy father, the nakedness of thy father's wife's daughter, begotten of thy father, she is thy sister. Thou shalt not uncover her nakedness. Well, thou shalt not uncover her nakedness. What? Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy father's sister. She is thy father's near kinswoman. Is this just saying don't strip your family? It is a whole section of the Bible where they say. Don't, don't have sex with your family. Don't and just family. to really clarify the point, because they list every potential family member. I go, don't fuck that one. Genes- or that one. Because Genesis is full of that. Genesis is full of people fucking their own family. Yeah. It's got, it's got every family member. It's got uncles, aunts, uh, mums, dads, all of them. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy brother's wife. as your sister-in-law, if you weren't aware. Don't be doing that. Mm-hmm. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of a woman and her daughter, neither shalt thou take her son's daughter or her daughter's daughter to uncover her nakedness, for they are her near kinswoman. It is wickedness. I just, it's disgusting. I mean, I can't wait for this exit to kick off. Huh? We'll fuck whoever we want. We'll Do- make trade deals with all our family. And by trade, we mean dick. Exactly, right? Come on, guys. Let's just, let's start ignoring, you know, defile not ye yourselves in any of these things. For in all the nations are defiled, which I cast out before you. You know, that's pretty simple to understand. Just don't not maybe do that. Think about it. Yeah. Yeah, you Brussels. <laughs> you <laughs> Brussels sprouts. You hear that, Merkel? We'll defile unto thee. <laughs> I'm going to strip my uncle. There's nothing you can do about it, yes, you Brussels kraut. <laughs> hey, Brussels kraut. We're going to shag. We're going to shag all of our great aunts. I'm going to get Poland to watch. All right. <laughs> you want to vote in Turkey? We want to vote in f- f- fingering our second cousins. <laughs> and a turkey. And a fucking the turkey as well. Uh, this is sexy. It's pretty hot stuff. <clears throat> Are you all right? You seem a bit hot under the collar. I am a little bit. Yeah. Come on, where's the gay bit? That's what we're waiting for, isn't it? Where's the angry gay bit? Isn't this the one we were meant to be on a little uh, soapbox or whatever? Do not lie with a man as one lies with a woman that is detestable. That the... one. Where's that? Do not that? lie 19? with a man as one lies with a woman. Yeah. That is detestable. Yeah, 22. Here we go. 1822. The big one. The big old boil on this society's backside. Mm-hmm. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. 1822. Leviticus. Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is abomination. What do you have to say to that? I'd say, how? God damn dare you take away the pleasure of, of, of love 
amongst whatever or whoever people want to, um, if they're consenting, adult, who cares, you know? Yeah. God loves... And I think that's absolutely great. And hey, we do it. Aaron and Moses do it. We don't do it. In the same way. We don't do it. Brokeback Mountain. Moonlight. It's all great stuff. We should be celebrating it. Don't be calling us an abomination, motherfucker. Yeah. How is it an abomination? Take that upstairs, missus. Yeah. God, we've been on board with most of this stuff, okay? We've had to listen to a lot of crazy stuff, and you've killed a lot of our friends. Yeah. But you're trying to tell us that we're not allowed to fuck men the way we fuck women? If I want to disappoint a man the same way I disappoint a woman, that's my prerogative, bro. Gosh darn, doubly darn it right, mate. Of course. If I want to laugh 15 seconds inside a man, cry, apologize, ask if their mum hates me secretly, uh-huh. come into the living room, yep. watch hockey all night, okay. I'll fucking do that. Okay. I do that with women. Why can't I do that with okay. men? You okay? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And maybe as well, if you, you know, you thou protest too much, God. Maybe you're a bloody gay. Yeah, everything about that, and God. And again, that is fine, obviously. <laughs> Two of the bullies at my school who used to make fun of gays are both gay now. Are they? Yeah. And they've got shit jobs. <laughs> Fuck you, God, and those people. Yeah, yeah. What lamos that struggled with their sexuality and now have shit jobs? All the cool people didn't struggle that much and now do podcasts about the Bible. Maybe their parenting was abomination, but it's nothing to do with me. <laughs> anyway, the next one is, do not have sexual relations with an animal and defile yourself with it. I how, mean, what? what? Two how, in a row, God? How dare you take Two that away row? from me? How dare you take fluffy kittens away from me? You have said a lot of shit here, God, and we have we have we have towed the line very well. And a first, first, fucking left hook with the gays, and now right hook with the animals. Who are you going to say we're not allowed to fuck next? Game, air? Bo- game boys, air, <laughs> our own hands, mugs. Cotton, cotton wool people who yeah. we make because we're a bit lonely. Is that, is that what you're going to say next? You know, sure. Sean disappoints people when he's having sex with them. He can disappoint whoever he wants. Or whatever I want. Exactly, right? And I, I, I haven't had sex for two years with yeah. anything, with anything. Yeah. And what, is it because of this? Is it because, is it because I'm being told everything I should be having sex with? Why isn't there a rule that says you can have sex with, you know, Mildred down the road? Tell me specifically who I'm meant to be having sex with yeah and God. then maybe the sex can happen and i can repopulate the earth and in my image yeah all right god unto you taking stuff away from me never give me any kind of hints oh yeah nobody's ever helping me with this two years it's been why has nobody helped me with this i'm 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 charming sometimes if a couple of beers in i'm very kind pull your trousers up as elliot. well pull I, your trousers I've, elliot pull I'm your trousers up i'm nearly finished all right elliot. And this, i think is is it's all right, I deserve better than this. Okay, and then there's a bit about the Sabbath. Oh, who fucking cares? Is that Saturday or Sunday? <laughs> uh, regard not them that have familiar spirits, neither seek after wizards to be defiled <laughs> by them. I am the Lord thy God. What? Wizards? Oh, Is that a have... reference to Brad and Keel? Read the I... Harry Potters? <laughs> I don't have time for aliens, time travellers and wizards now. Okay, that's too much. Right, basically, there's a bunch of sex rules. Then there's a, another section that in my book is called Various Laws. I mean, Various Laws. Various Laws. Jesus. Oh, I've just... Most of it is just the Ten Commandments anyway. And then it adds weird stuff like 
Do not do anything that endangers your neighbor's life. I mean, oh. what does that mean? Do not mate different kinds of animals. This is... Oh, here's one. Do it, not plant your field with two types of seed. Do not wear clothing woven of two kinds two of material. Cloth. What does that mean? There's this one. Thou, thou shalt not curse the deaf, nor put a stumbling block before the blind, but shalt fear thy God, I am the Lord. What? So you're depriving us of comedy now? What? So we're going to... What? So like a deaf person turns around and we can't go, we're a prick, and he doesn't do anything. Yeah. That's hilarious. What? We see a, we see a blind person... And we get out our stumbling blocks, and we're like, "Oh, I want to do with this." What's sit, wrong with that? Sit on it. Yeah, yeah. Help him. Of course. No, we put it in front of the block. That's what they're for. No jury in the world would convict us. Are you serious? We're going fucking grizzled with our rampant horniness because we're not allowed to shag, shag our own family nor animals. And now you're trying to tell us we can't make fun of the blind? Oh, what next? Look at this. We're not allowed to cover oxes and after wizards to go a whoring after them. I will even set my face against that soul and will cut him off from amongst the people. What does that mean? So I can't whore a wizard? <sighs> what does that even mean? The rules before were very specific, like hold the cow's head, cut its throat, make it look at its fat, all that. It's very simple, specific ways to kill a cow. And now it's like, if you see a wizard, don't prostitute him. Yeah. This book's fucking weird. Where's the story gone? But do buy it. <laughs> oh, please buy it. Please do buy it. Please buy it. And, <sighs> and also tell any like desperate friends you might have about me as well. Or blind. All right, so. Then we move on to lists of punishments for sin. Uh-huh. Then there's a bunch of rules for priests. I mean, that gets a whole thing. Priests must not shave their heads yeah, or specific. shave off the edges of their beards or cut their bodies. They must not marry women defiled by prostitution. If a priest's daughter defiles herself by becoming a prostitute, mm-hmm. she disgraces her father. She must be burned in the fire. Hmm. Does it Fair say anything enough? about only having sex with consenting adults in it? I wouldn't imagine so. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably not. They're allowed to do whatever they want. Then, to be fair, he starts talking about some positive things. Okay, here we go. Feasts. Festivals. Great. The Feast of Trumpets. Mm-hmm. The Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, On the first day of the seventh month, you are to have a day of rest, a sacred assembly commemorated with trumpet blasts. So, 1st of July. Yeah. Okay. I never heard of it. Do no regular work. But present an offering made to the Lord by fire. Ugh, that's first what of July, we do every day. First of July is Canada Day. Oh, do you think that's them going? Canada Day, you get off. Canada's closest <laughs> to the Lord. If you live in Canada, you get it off. You get it off, but you are going to have to burn some meat. <laughs> burn some meat. Yeah. Uh, day of Atonement. Blah blah blah. Trumpet the Sabbath year. Blah, blah, blah. Kill me. The year of Equal Jubilee. Of law. Reward for obedience. Oh. I mean. Fucking, They've done there's a been lot. enough punishment. So there's I guess been enough. It's got to be a bit of a pot of gold at the end of this, right? Here's what you get. Mm-hmm. So you think about all the stuff you're not allowed to do, all this stuff that you can't do. Yep. You can't even put incense near the temple or your children get burnt up. Even though that's what I used to do as a job. <laughs> but you get stuff. Here's what you get. A cuddly toy. Your thrashing <laughs> will continue until grape harvest. What? I mean, it's a bad start, God. I have to say, it's a ba- you're not good at this carrot and stick stuff. And the grape harvest will continue until planting, and you will eat all the food you want and live in safety in your land. I will grant peace in the land, and you will lie down, and no one will make you afraid. I will remove savage beasts from the land, presumably to 
they're too tempting. Erotically. Yeah, well. And the sword will not pass through your country. You will pursue your enemies, and they will fall by the sword before you. I mean, it's getting very violent again. Five of you will chase a hundred, and a hundred of you will chase ten thousand. And your enemies will fall by the sword before you. Confusing. I mean, you go like what? So the, the reward is we get to be in another war. That's the reward. But also, like, it's a pointless war. You know you're going to win. So what's the point of it? Yeah. Because it's like, you have five people, and they can kill a million or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, what's the point of you even taking part? That's like somebody letting you win FIFA because yeah. you, your dogs died. Yeah. Or like if the Boston Bruins were placing, facing the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> what? What? Oh, is that an NHL thing? Kill me. Kill me, kill me, Lord. <laughs> Please, why, why hath thou forsaken me with a subscription to NHL? Then he goes, punishment for disobedience. And it's all about if people are too hostile towards him, which I think is fair enough. I've just been hostile towards him and nothing's happened to... I will cut off your supply of bread. Ten women will be able to bake your bread in one oven and they will dole out the bread by weight. You will eat, but you will not be satisfied. What? Me. I think that's so weird. That's so weird. Who's done that? <laughs> Who's What women is that? Oi, mate. I'll make five women be able to cook all your bread if you're mean to me. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> Nothing about burning us all, which I've seen you do. <laughs> You've done worse than give me some free labour. <laughs> These are the commands that the Lord gave Moses on Mount Sinai for the Israelites. So that's already happened. We already know this has happened. This isn't new story. This is a little mini prequel that's already happened within Exodus. Yeah. It's like Battlestar Galactica season four, <laughs> when they have a two-parter that's actually kind of a prequel. Oh, or it's like uh, the other 48 days, which is um, in the second series of Lost, where you find out what happened to the people in the tail end of the plane. But it's happening at the same time uh... as the rest of it. Now you give another example and we'll do this forever. <laughs> It's like that one <laughs> film of Saw where spoilers, on, one of them's happening at the same time as another one. Okay. Anyway, that's the end of it. So... Thank God. Do you think... I mean, it's weird that at no point Moses said to the Lord, please slow down, I haven't got a pencil. <laughs> Moses said to the please, Lord... Please, I cannot remember all of this. Please, Lord, I just asked you if you wanted Chinese or pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you come out with all these oh. bollocks. So that's the book of Leviticus, everyone. We've enjoyed this episode. We had to get some joy out of this book. Exactly. We had to zip through this a bit, and I think you know why. It's because the only... So, story recap. Aaron had sons. They're dead. Two of them are dead. Two of them are dead. Two of them are fine. Um, Glib Blacks 4 is still awaiting its president-elect's return. Well, we're going to find out in a bit. Well, the section's coming back. We'll find out in a bit if Moses has made his back. Let's let's hope that that section does make a return. And uh, that's... Literally everything has happened. Can't fuck animals. Can't fuck your family. Can't kill animals the way you want. You've got to kill them in a specific way. You can kill animals. Yeah. As long as you pour your, the blood all over the bottom of a church. I mean, it's, it's, that's, that's what we've learned this week. And what? we've also found out why I can't have relations. Could be people, people are being told not to. Yeah. Apparently. Absolutely. Um, but next time we've got the Book of Numbers. 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 Leviticus will be in our rearview mirror Thank and we'll be back gosh. with Moses. Back to storytelling. Do you know much about the book of Numbers? One doesn't know anything about it, but I look forward to reading it. Uh, and we shall th- three how good it can be for a future episode.
five. Okay, just before we go, uh, we're going to have a quick, quick pop in, pop to, in see to see if Moses Moses has returned, returned to, his to his home planet. He's flying through space. He's flying through space. Sorry, what are you doing? What are you doing? Backup. Backup vocals. You're not doing backup. You're just saying what I'm singing a second afterwards. No, it's it's we're doing it at the same time. I don't well, I didn't, we didn't agree to that. Okay, all right, all right. It's, okay. I let you I let you lead. You're gonna sing everything I'm singing. I'm gonna I'm just gonna help you do your fucking little feature, right? Oh, for anyone who doesn't know, Sean fucking loves that his fucking little features. Off you go. Do it. Just do it. Wow, 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 Flying through space. Moses from Glib Glags 4. He misses his family, all 700 of them, in Glib Glags 4. He wants to go home for space Christmas, but he's crash landed in Egypt. He's fell in love with little old man. He's got plutonium up his butt. Up his butt. There's something right up his butt. Oh, give me Moses. Moses is not returned. He's still on Earth. Still on Earth. Oh. Thanks for listening, everybody. What can we say? Um, we have to agree with all your reviews. This is definitely a five-star podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, thank you for listening and helping. Um, Bless you. We're going to keep you children What's the alive. emails? What's the emails? The emails is... <laughs> <laughs> Why did I say it like that? Why did you say it twice? Uh, read the Bible pod at gmail.com. Read the Bible pod, all one word, at gmail.com. <laughs> and yeah, news about our it is calm. Massive, it is calm though. Don't put calm. N- n- news about our massive Somerset House Space Christmas Gala shit, shit. coming soon. Only if you help. <laughs> That's at least seven thousand tickets. If you help, there will be something there. Free ticketed event. <laughs> Definitely it's a free ticketed event. Come and celebrate Space come, Christmas. Come and yep. celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time, everyone. Sean and Elliot Read the Bible is brought to you by Sean McLaughlin and Elliot Jerusalem Fallows and Bible Corp, who, again, nothing wrong. Uh, all artwork was brought to you by Ryan Weekman and music by Miss Petricor. This week's theme tune was Bad Touch by uh, Doobie Flops and the Whizzle Kids. It's by Bloodhound Gang. Bloodhound Gang. Thanks for listening, everybody. I don't listen to popular music. I'm of saying. course. Okay. Fuck Audio Boom, everyone. See you soon. Audio Boom. Uh, uh, Brad and Keel read the Harry Potters. Uh, they've now actually completed all seven books. Have they? And they've done the Fantastic Beast stuff and the play. So their next episode, which is episode nine, they're going to start reading the Bible. Can you fucking believe it? What? what? Yeah. Brad and Keel read the Harry Potters. They think the natural next step is to read the Bible. <sighs> Shit. Absolute bullshit. We've got Shit. people on a tail. Fuck. Sigh. <sighs>